This week on the BAMCast, you're trying to squeeze something that just ain't there. Special. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to BAMCast. Hey, hey BAMCast. Uh, episode 360. Ooh, All yeah. right. Yep. Yep. Full rotation. We make the roll go round. Yeah. Xbox. Ah, we can say that now. Yeah, now oh, we right, can say yeah. Xbox. We don't yeah. have to say Nintendo anymore. We can say Xbox. Why would we say Nintendo? I don't know. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, really. It's, it's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Hey, yeah, hey. we got a full house. Hey, right, right, right. hey. hey. Welcome I don't know. back, buddy. What the fuck do we do here? Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, I tell you we what we do. We were figuring it out last week. Yeah, <laughs> maybe um, you can help us now that you're back. I I think. You know what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Mm-hmm. We rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. However, there are bad bad movies. Doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh man, don't like it. Um. So, uh, Rage, man, we're f- we're filled with it. Yes, and so we watched a movie called Rage. We did from nineteen ninety five. Correct. Not to be confused with other movies named Rage there from are other years. Ninety movies named Rage, <laughs> but this is the one we watched. Um, so let's do a plot summary and talk more about it. Yeah. A corrupt right wing militia group chooses a California teacher as the ideal specimen to clone for its army. <laughs> yeah, you sure. can you can infer clone, that. I mean. They mentioned clones. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's cloning mentioned at one point. It yeah. might have been clonic at some point. <laughs> <laughs> there was some clonation happening. I think these are all different things you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's some clamato in the, the uh, yeah. belief. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, this movie stars uh, Gary Daniels, who's a uh, you know, fighty British dude. I mean... <laughs> he's, he's a Bamfcast alum. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's a jacked up British fighter you know mixed martial art kind of mm-hmm. guy um been in some action movies like this is a I, lot I, of action i, I think this is the first out. i think this is the first one we've had where he's like a yes. primary lead though. correct oh definitely. I mean, he, he's a bath cast alum but this he was is a, a starring he was in hunt to kill he was a henchman he was, uh, yeah hunt to kill yeah he was and like he was, one of the climactic fights he was we took notice mm-hmm. of him and we're like hey that guy's got some skill yeah, yeah and he's the dude in expendables who gets his neck wrecked yeah wrecked yeah so um, whatever. There's there's some there's a couple other people in the cast you'd recognize, sort of some but, familiar faces, but man, just character actors galore, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie opens and the the first scene is we don't really exactly know what's happening, but like it's it's a border bar. Mm. There, uh, there there's uh there's a Mexican fellow who is snapping photographs in order to make fake green cards for Polaroids. other mm-hmm. other other illegal immigrants coming in mm-hmm. and He's giving in, them on credit. Yeah, <laughs> and in saunters, I. It's weird because this says it's in California, but like they very clearly say something about a parish. I think they just don't really know that Louisiana. Is I think place everyone in the production was probably foreign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just... in saunters, like you know, 
big rednecky sheriff dude and they're all like oh shit and it's like no no it's cool he's he's my friend he's with me yeah and basically this guy comes in and starts kind of like shaking the guy down he's like i need 50 of your dudes and he's like cool yeah i can do that we got plenty no of he's like he's he's like no absolutely not well at well, first no, at for- first he's like hey i got the money we're good right and then he's like yeah well but we need these guys for the experiment well yeah but and he's, i'm gonna need 50 more he's yeah. like well he says i need 50 dudes and he's like cool for, for what kind of labor and he's like no no it's 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 for the medical stuff and he's like, oh no hell no we've Talk like about this. West no. Corps or whatever the name of the corporation is. Is that thing? No. Hell no. Yeah. And the guy's like, no. Yeah, it's will. like, I'm taking the guys that are in the bar and get me 50 more. Yeah. And he's like, nah. And they pull out guns and have an actual literal Mexican standoff. Yes, they do. And um, essentially, they just start, you know, opening fire. Dudes get shot. I think that... The thing that's interesting about this fight to me is that you are a presumably Mexican group of guys takes out all the cops mm-hmm. but that main the biggest target yeah right. the main asshole <laughs> well like i mean the hiding behind a fireplace the illegal worker guys pretty much scatter they don't have guns there's just oh, they some, all there's, yeah. out there's some dudes well they were already the being loaded up outside yeah. apparently yeah. but but no but these guys just they take out all the cops and yeah. i was like because you, know, you still don't know like exactly whose side you're on or what's going on here at mm-hmm. first yeah i mean other than you know they're trying to ship illegal aliens well, off yeah. for medical experiments yeah so. both sides seem shitty but yes. a little bit yeah but either way, you know, they, they basically take out all of them, but our main fat cop. Mm-hmm. And then he kills the rest of the guys who are in there. And the main, the main guy he had been negotiating with is the only one who gets out and runs. Yes, right. he gets away. Yeah, and he gets away. And then we cut to a man drawing the word monkey on a chalkboard. Yep. And, and teaching school. That man is Gary Daniels. Yes. <laughs> in his sport coat. Which is it's like oversized nine, sport size, nine yeah. sizes too large for an already large man. <laughs> he's a big dude, but he's wearing a giant suit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He borrowed his wardrobe from David Byrne mm-hmm. and is teaching class. And He's teaching second grade. And it's it's basically one of those classes that is just about nothing. It's just like, what's this word? I don't know. Monkey. Now I'll tell, tell you everything about monkeys, which leads to mm-hmm. dinosaur talk, which leads to don't tease your fellow classmates. Well, also him teach, teaching the kids that they're Sec- carnivores. Grade. Shouldn't second grade be able to read monkey? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they should. This yeah, is that's like, that's like, but I mean, that's like six, seven years old, <laughs> generally speaking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's a com. It's a complex word. All right. <laughs> anyway, he, yes. he wrote it in cursive, so you know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he was teaching children with learning disabilities. Maybe. Sure. But yes, it's we spent a little bit of time with him, and yes, he's a teacher, and really all it is is like some really weak foreshadowing to monkeys and human behavior. Because I mean, it kind of comes up a little bit later. A little that they this place was experimenting on monkeys and turning yeah. making rage monkeys. They were making shockmas first before they were <laughs> w- working before on they humans. Were cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this is a they sequel to Shockma, Shockma factory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a shactory. Yeah. <laughs> but so, like you know, it's a little bit of foreshadowing, but it's a, it's a long scene where the kids are like, "But what? Monkeys don't eat meat, right?" Yeah. And he's like, "Well, some monkeys eat other monkeys." Yeah. Like, but people don't do yeah. that. What about Jeffrey Dahmer? You Jeffrey know? Dahmer was uh-huh. a bad man. He's a crazy person. <laughs> it's like this yeah. class goes in a direction that, like, if someone was observing the class, they'd be like, "No, no, stop." <laughs> and, then, and then the best part is one guy goes like, "People aren't very nice," and they're like, "Oh, he's lost his faith in humanity, yeah. hasn't he?" Yeah. Class, why doesn't everybody say they love him? And they all turn around and like, "We love you, Timmy," yeah. or whatever. And, and, and then and they tore him limb from limb. <laughs> yes, like monkeys. They ripped would. off his jaw and his genitals immediately. But yeah, <laughs> you're really into this the, ripping off the John, John genitals. This is the second time it's this like has come up. Animals yeah. are dicks, yeah. especially monkeys. Right, rip your face. It's actually off. chimps that are the yeah. assholes. That's right. 
Oh. They're dicks off for monkeys. Yeah, those, <laughs> I think baboons. Baboons are the. They're like you don't get to eat or fuck anymore. Baboons, like, that's both, their rule. Yeah, both are assholes and have giant ones. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look out for baboons. Right. But anyway, so he goes home, and there, you know, there's a brief exchange where he has a, he has a wife and a daughter. Blah blah blah. It, mm. it almost it's almost inconsequential. It's a happy place. Yeah, it's almost inconsequential. Other than like, hey, this guy is a good guy. He has a family. Yada yada, and he. Well, is taking his daughter to a slumber party. Yes, mm-hmm. which is really all you need to know because yeah, but he drops- he's eager to get her to the party because he is ready to bone. Yeah, well, yeah, he's going he- to fuck his <laughs> wife. There, there is that. Yes, yeah. so much. <laughs> he's going to have some marital bliss. Yep. Yes, he's going to consummate the shit out of that. Hell of a lot of consummating. <laughs> yeah. Early in class, it was conjugating. Now it's consummating. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So he drops his daughter off, if, and, and then like. Basically rounds the corner, stops the car, and there's there's cop cars kind of whizzing all by. Mm-hmm. Guy jumps in the car, and I, I guess it's the dude from the it's, first scene? Yeah, it's it the main dude. Really didn't look like him, but all right. Anyway, that dude jumps in the car with a gun and is like, just drive. Yeah. And really, it's like, he's just he's still been on the run for the cops, so the cops are still chasing him for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and now he's got this guy involved, which eventually comes to a stop. The cops pull both of them out of the mm-hmm. car and beat the shit out of both of them. Yes. Including the teacher guy who was, yeah. You know, Gary Daniels is like, hey, thanks for st- ah, and they just beat the living fuck out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's on the ground, and then cut to he's on a gurney, yeah, being wheeled through like this this space age laboratory, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, they were just like, oh, this guy, well, whatever, throw yeah. him on the gurney and let's do some experiment. Yeah, so they've stripped him down. So just massive Pax man is just you know on this gurney. He does have enormous pecs. Yeah, he's huge. Huge. Yeah. And they just they wheel him in and like some science dudes come over and they're and one of them's like, we're they're only supposed to be illegals in here. This is he, he, this is a white guy. It gets real gross here because oh, like, super gross. He's like, oh, we're only dealing super in gross. non-humans. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Sheriff McFatass is like, you know, well, he's he talks funny. He's limey or something. He, I, his English is stupid. And so that kind of work. They're like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's let's proceed. Let's see what we can do. Because the like main old scientist is like, all these guys you bring me, they die within a week. And so they're like, yeah, yeah this guy might be all right. Look at him. He's beefy mm-hmm. and he's kind of foreign. Let's just do our stuff on him. So this lady comes over and she's like, yeah, hey. it's like an indeterminate amount of time. It's like apparently they pumped him full of whatever yeah. rage medicine. But then she's kind of come, coming over and is like. I'm going to help you escape, essentially. Sort of. I'm going to help you. It's ne- it, no. It's not clear what's happening. She comes over and she says, I am going to help you. I'm going to give you an, a shot. Don't move because it's going to burn the fuck out of you. But the implication is that's the rage. Oh. That he's That's, that's what okay. she meant by I'm going to help you is that I'm going to give you the rage. <laughs> so yeah. uh, he gets the rage mm-hmm. and then just immediately is just like, well, fuck this noise. Yeah. He turns into Super Action Man. There's a, it, time transitions in this movie are bad. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell exactly how much time passes in certain sequences, and in this one, it's particularly bad because it seems like they've got him unconscious on the table where they talk about him, and then the lady comes over and says, "I'm going to give you the medicine," and then it seems like s- literally six seconds later, he is exploded off the gurney, yeah, and is just kicking everyone in the face. Not <laughs> only that, I mean, it's like. He wakes up and it just becomes a combination of like a John Woo scene and a Jackie Chan scene because he's jumping around doing combat roles, immediately grabbing pistols and 
Uzis from people. Mm-hmm. Kicking he, trays and things into random boxes, which I are mean, catching fire. He just fucking one man destroys this lab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like kicks dudes through windows. Like one guy tries to kill him with a VCR, which explodes. And yeah. there's like a pile of computer monitors that he leaps over and does a combat role. Twice. And, the same. Yeah, they, the yeah. same. Yes, they do show it twice. Same burning thing. Well, no, it's like. The implication is he does it twice. Oh, he the, jumps over it yeah, twice. It's not the like, oh, okay. this is cool. We have to show it from <laughs> multiple there's, angles. There's just there's a lot of the John Woo jump over something, turn around, mm-hmm. shoot, mm-hmm. and there's all sorts of just like debris on a desk he, in the way that just fucking explodes mm-hmm. everywhere. Yes. He does one move when he, I think he's dual wielding like mini Uzis and like leaps, you know, hands first over the gurney while firing like in a swan dive. Mm-hmm. And I, I think at yes. that point I was like, swan, all right, swan Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Swan Wu. Like lands on a table, combat rolls over that thing. So, okay. Like, well, it's just we before this we're like, all right. Yeah. And and Chuck, you you going? had I this was a movie started this movie. This was a movie I'd started watching on my own. Was just like, uh, you know, just time to watch the movies and had watched through the first 15 minutes. I was like, oh, this is I don't know what this is. And then like they start wheeling them into this lab and I'm like, "Oh, what's happening?" And then it just becomes fucking stunt spectacular and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is a we have yeah. to watch this movie." Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how we all were. You know, we're like, "Wow, this lab's kind of cheesy. There's the spotlight that they keep sweeping across the room for no particular reason." <laughs> yeah, they reason, just have this and, damn spotlight all yeah. over the place. <laughs> but but then it exploded into that action. We're like, "All right. Yeah, yep, okay. Yep, we're good here." Yeah. And and honestly, like he's kind of finished with everybody. He's looking around like, cool, I guess I better get out of here. And he starts going down this time tunnel. Yeah. It's like this. Suddenly there's like this hallway with a, like a star Wars door that lifts up and our main agent asshole dude Mm -hmm. is just standing there with like a stun baton and tastes the dude right in the dick. Yep. Just twice. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause he he like goes down like, Oh, you taste me in the dick. And he's like, Oh yeah, well I just did it again. So now you're down. Right. Yeah, so that ends that brief bit of it, of explosive action, <laughs> and we're like, "Wow, okay, yeah. uh, that happened." Um, and then I guess their plan was just like, "Wow, this guy fucked everything up. Let's go get rid of him." Yeah, because they we didn't mention like we didn't really mention his home life because this dude is a second grade teacher, mm-hmm. rich, seemingly well off because he's got a giant fucking like eighties diesel Mercedes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. His wife is some sort of author. I it think. must yeah. be some sort of well. Yeah, you know, that must be where the money author. came from. Because they have a really nice house. And oh, he, has, he had this like just fucking boat of a Mercedes. Yeah. And they've got him in the trunk. And then yeah. now they're out in the, like the desert and they're going to dump the car in him. And they open up the trunk and they're like, ah, really? He's, he's not. He's not dead. Yeah. All right. Let's wake him up. And, and they put him back in his outfit. Yes. They've like redressed him in his giant blazer. And then thrown him in the trunk to dispense of his body yeah i guess they were trying to go for the whole like accidental death thing mm-hmm. but they open the trunk they're like oh he's still alive let's deal with it so fat yeah. cop pulls him out and gary daniels just spits the most blood in his <laughs> oh, face yeah. just fa- covers that guy's face in blood to which the guy is just like uh. <laughs> and then he's just like i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you and he beats down gary daniels because mm-hmm. gary daniels's powers have been yeah this is slightly. one of those movies where like when the plot requires it suddenly he doesn't have his super skills anymore well, or, he's, just, or he's suddenly really tired yes well he got exhausted. tased in the dick twice yeah, you, you want to rest yeah. um so he beats the hell out of that guy and then they're like take care of him so they strap him into the driver's seat like they're gonna push this car mm-hmm. off this hill or cliff or whatever they're on and Gary Daniels, this is when he wakes up. He's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and just starts punching that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's Fat Cop and two agents. Yes, and, yep. And, and he, he, he and just he, books. And, he and just, that first agent, he pops that guy in the face, yeah. comes out of the car, right? And that's when Sergeant Pepper is <laughs> is out there, and he just does this move, Gary Daniels, where he kind of like goes on one knee mm-hmm. and just swings and fucking dick karate chops yes. this guy. <laughs> the, the camera is dick karate. So my like, favorite kind. Fat Sheriff is standing leg spread in front of front of the camera. And you see Gary Daniels in front of him and arm just comes up and just, you know, it's like a wrestling punch to the dick. It's like <laughs> it's not an actual punch to the dick. It's just, you know, yeah, it's like a karate chop it's right just, into his dick, you know, arm right up into the groin. Uh, <laughs> and he just man, he fucking takes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Well, OK. So he did finish off that one dude in the car because he, yeah, he there's James Bond there. kicks that car down the cliff. Oh, yeah, right. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One guy who's fighting him, he yeah. basically tosses him into the trunk, shuts the door, yeah. and then kicks it down the hill. Right. And but it, it does not blow up. It's literally a hill. Like, there's yeah. no drop to it at all. So it's just that guy's just inconvenienced for a while. He'll be back. But yeah, he takes off running straight, and they, they're like, well, how are we going to find him? It's dark. Like, Get flares. Get this asshole. Yeah. And then this movie, just essentially, like, he... He takes out like the two agents and leaves a uh, share fat guy behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just like, call out a manhunt, like put it out on the media. Like everyone knows this guy is a fucking murderer now. Yeah. And we've got a statewide manhunt for this dude. Roadblocks on all the freeways that yeah. we're going to get him. Because I, I think we kind of like the next time we see him, he's hitched a ride in a semi truck. Yep. And, you know, there's cop cars whizzing mm-hmm. all around. They've got roadblocks. We're cutting back to, you know, main agent evil guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The truck's being driven by, as Mackie said, the guy with no inner monologue. Okay. <laughs> he's he's, he's just, a lonely trucker. He's just like, well, glad I picked you up. You look like, hey, you bleeding? Yeah, Gary Daniels is doubled <laughs> over. He's like coated in flop sweat. Yeah. He's like his bags under his eyes. He just looks like death warmed over. And mm-hmm. he's and he's like, hey, man, you doing all right? You're going to make it? Man, look at all these cop cars everywhere. Look, look at those ones that just passed me. They got their sirens on and everything. These days, it's crazy, this sort of stuff out here. Yeah. He's like, well, guess better stop this, this, you know, the roadblock. And Gary yeah. Daniels is like, no. He's like, no, how about you get out? Yeah. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, man. And he fucking Terminator tosses that guy out of the Launches thing. this guy out of the cab of his truck. And man, the stunt man. I mean, they're going at a clip of speed. Yeah. This is not like. Oh, we sped up the footage. No, Shit. this is they tossed this dude out of a car at at least 30 miles an hour. Yes. And from this point on, I would say for about 15 minutes, it is car chase city. Uh-huh. It is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there's no other way to describe that. This car chase goes on and on yeah. and on. Yeah. And it never stops no. being awesome. No, because no. No, what this movie is. It, it cuts corners on its story and replaces those corners with action sequences <laughs> and, and glass. <laughs> yes. And it's fucking awesome. And, you know, you can you can take points away from it for not having a cohesive story. But holy shit, they put together some stunt spectaculars along the way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is probably the best one. And this is the part where I was like, man, this is Action USA if made in 1995. Mm hmm. Yeah, because I mean, this starts off. He's kicked this guy out of the truck, and he barrels through the roadblock. Mm-hmm. You know, not exploding cop cars, but no. but mangling them, them out of the way. Yeah, mangling them very well. Like I mean, we you know there are some cameras taken out by some mm-hmm. of these shots, yeah. 
Um, and most movies would be like, okay, that's it. He gets away and yeah. cut to him somewhere else. No, 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 because <laughs> no, there are more like cops that are like, all right, cool, let's set up our cars and try shooting at the yeah at the truck with shotguns, mm-hmm. and then sometimes and it, it's a fiery explosion through those cars. Mm-hmm. Eventually. <laughs> A trucker decides to help them. Yeah, the police call out to this trucker, which I don't know what fucking universe this is in, but this trucker's like, as long as you pay for damage to my cab, this son of a bitch ain't gonna pass me. Yeah, this, and, this is some hot bullshit in the trucker world, right. let me tell you, because, man, cops call out to truckers, truckers be like, fuck you, pig, you yeah, know? Right. Nah. <laughs> Why don't you suck on my big bitch? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this guy's immediately just like, well, you pay for the damages, I'll help you out, fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh, Gary Daniels is not having that. Nope, he does no. not appreciate this break in trucker etiquette. No, he basically <laughs> he basically he pit maneuvers pit maneuvers this guy into a jackknife. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yes. Which, <laughs> which rolls the semi, which explodes, which explodes while a truck from behind, a police truck, <laughs> yeah. somehow ramps it in a corkscrew motion, launches, launches. <laughs> like we're talking thirty feet in the air car tumbling barrel roll <laughs> yeah. launches uh-huh. like, okay so you remember the the movie the charlie sheen movie the chase yes like yep. i believe there's a pretty spectacular jump with the truck that uh mm-hmm. and, like the fleet uh, chili yeah. peppers guys were in yes like this is taller than that yeah like Th- this is high and far <laughs> and fast it's like they are not playing around no like no. i don't know how they got permits for this i don't know how they got the money for this but thank God they did, because this is fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. And again, you're like, OK, well, that's where the scene is going to end. No. <laughs> no. No. Sheriff Fatass is basically commandeered a school bus. Yes. Empty. I might I might point out, thankfully, uh-huh. like they, they stop a school bus and he's like, I'm taking this. <laughs> he's and, a, he actually says he gets on the radio is like, I got a bus. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah because because the other uh, lead agent or whatever has been calling back from the base being yeah. like, you got to get this fucking guy. And he is losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he keeps calling people and they keep dying. Yeah. And he keeps just getting the static because he's like, how how far out is my chopper? And the guy in the truck before that guy died was like 20 minutes to the chopper, sir. And he's like, I don't have 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes. So now Sheriff Fatass is barreling. Somehow he was ahead of all of this. Yeah. He is barreling directly head on towards the truck carrying our, our, our hero. Uh huh. Um, hero, I guess, sees the bus off in the distance. Sees is like, coming. I got this. I'm he gonna... somehow knows yeah. that it's that it's coming right for that him. It's Sergeant Fatass. So, so, uh-huh. so he wedges the, the the gas. Yep. You know, anchors the the steering wheel. Climbs out of the truck onto the top of the cab, mm-hmm. and is just riding it and surfing it, basically. surfing it. Yeah, he's team wolfing on top of this giant <laughs> semi. To, to yes. which, to his credit, Sergeant Fatass goes, "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah, yeah. but it's still just like, okay, oh, he's like, whatever, I, yeah, guy. I'm not backing down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. And but, wow, uh, so has the, basically <laughs> drives himself into a head-on collision mm-hmm. with Gary Daniels' semi truck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a tanker, tr- like, yeah, it's it's yeah. A, it's that hauling something, <laughs> something liquid, which is probably gasoline mm-hmm. or milk. <laughs> but no, no, gasoline not the way this goes up. Yes, because yeah. head-on collision between this bus and this with Gary Daniels on top of the semi, uh-huh. to which he jumps into the air. Yes, as they crash, and everything explodes all at once. And they're launching a stuntman over this bus, the length of this bus as it is exploding. There is a human being being flung over this somehow. 
mm-hmm. or an amazingly human-looking dummy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they launch something over this and then cut to the ground with just some rubble on it and Gary Daniels kind of soft Combat landing rolling his way and just kind of getting up and brushing himself off. Dude, it's hardcore parkour, man. If you, if you roll it's hardcore to car parkour, <laughs> I mean, it's fast five level bullshit mm-hmm. happening, but who cares? It's awesome. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, okay, so that does end that scene, but we're not even acknowledging that along the way there are moments where like he will just ram a police car that goes flipping 80 times over. Yeah. There are numerous times that that happens. There's one that got fucked. Yeah. And then there was the one part where the cops thought they were going to box the truck in and like this tourist starts trying to kind of ram it, mm-hmm. which really fuck you guy for mm-hmm. thinking that's going to work. Tourist police car. Good idea. <laughs> it's just, Man, this whole sequence just goes on and on and on, and it ends in just about the best way possible. Yeah. Um, you might argue that that truck flying 50 feet in the air, corkscrewing, oh. is the bigger climax of the scene, but I don't oh. know, man. I You could make the case for both. <laughs> that whole scene is a climax. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, um, uh, yeah and... From there, he gets to a house where I think I think though this is when we're introduced to the reporters. Okay, yeah, I think there's there's a break in the action and we go to which which we didn't realize. I thought they were more agents. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they're news people. Okay, because they're talking about like at the end of the scene they're like, let's go get the scoop, and it's like, oh shit, you're not more cops. Okay, it's totally unclear what (laughs) these people are because there's they're in a building that's totally not a TV station, Mm -hmm. and it's just Peter Jason who's in everything, who's the news director of the station. Just shouting at everyone, and everyone's like, nah, too busy. I mean, meanwhile, this movie has made it, like, this is the OJ case times a million. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, it, they actually got the hard copy guy yeah. on the TV talking yes. about the dude. Yeah. That was a get, <laughs> as was. you said. Yes, it was. It was a get. Um, but yeah, so, and all the reporters are just like, nah, I got I got this other thing. Sorry, mm-hmm. chief, can't do it. Uh, so eventually, they go to Harry, who's just disgruntled, sloppy reporter man. Yeah. Um, Who's Kenneth Teeger. Yeah. He's, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, him. This guy. Yeah. He's in fucking everything. Yeah. Just everything. He was like the bomb squad expert in a couple of Lethal Weapon movies, and he's been on every television show ever. Yeah. And basically, Peter Jason is like, no, not you. You're going you're gonna to ruin everything, and no one wants to work with you, and this is, no, bad, bad idea. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, come on, give me a chance. And he give, he gets a lady cameraman who immediately starts denigrating at every opportunity. Um and they go off to get the scoop. Mm-hmm. And that's when Gary Daniels is running through this field. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're also, before we move on from there, we're also introduced to Mark Metcalf and the governor. Oh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Where they're just like, something's gone wrong with the whatever. You know, it's like you really don't know what's going on with them. They feel shady as fuck. Yes. Through everything. And that's the kind of the weird thing is like everyone they cut to feels shady as fuck. Yeah. It's like, well, because you're expecting plot to kick in at some point. Yeah. So every time you see other characters, you're like, okay, what are these guys up to? Yeah, because we've just watched like a half hour of Chase. Yes. Basically. Yeah. And now they're like, yeah, story. Let's <laughs> second act. You should probably put that in, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. But no, enough of that. Let's yeah. go back to see what Gary Daniels is doing. Yeah. And he's sneaking up on a house. <laughs> a house with a... <laughs> yeah. With, it's that whole like people that don't understand BDSM yeah. doing like, all right, we need a... Let's put a goofy BDSM scene in there. Which is always dominatrix woman and nerdy as fuck dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and just everybody have, in their nicest leather outfits. Right. Yeah. Ride of the Valkyries is playing, which I mean, for fuck's sake, uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I, I think that's an inspired choice. I don't know. I think that would put a little too much pressure on you. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Some people. If I'm tied up in bed, you can't put enough pressure on me. Fair enough. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fogger. Uh, <laughs> I hardly know her. <laughs> but anyway. He sneaks into this house while that's going on in apparently one of the nine million rooms away from where Gary Daniels is. He comes in, uses the phone to call home, Mm -hmm. speaks to his wife. The cops are all there, so they're tracing the call. So he does the whole, you know, oh, honey. And she's like, oh, the cops are here. And the main bad guy from the lab who was coordinating the the chase is there. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, we'll we'll get him. We'll take, you know, we'll we'll bring him in. We'll figure this thing out. Um, Finishes that phone call. Yeah. But Raids. the thing is, all he says is, I'm innocent, don't believe any of it. Right. He doesn't I really... can't really explain it on the phone. Well, he's in pain, too. Like, yeah. he's doubled over and he eventually kind of falls over and mm. the phone's just dangling. Um, and then, like, you, <laughs> you cut to, like, he is just, he has raided the fridge and he is just consuming everything he can find. Mm-hmm. Like, like, just... like a bowl of cereal. A, 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 <laughs> there's like a pound cake. There's like a chicken a, leg. A decanter of tomato or hopefully god knows clamato juice clamato juice oh i uh, hope it's not because that's the most disgusting liquid uh, could, on could earth. have been a v8 yeah milk. could have you know could have been i yeah. hope so but he's just rampaging through all this food now this is rage got, this yes <laughs> this has got to be 20 minutes after he's entered this house the house where the dominatrix and <laughs> other guy are somewhere mm-hmm. uh, so. well we know where they are in just a second because he's chowing down <laughs> And the and the little dude basically like jumps on his back and just starts. Oh, no, he pot. hits him with a fucking. Oh, that's right. That's pan. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, he comes out. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's He's the like, hey, bang. <laughs> and you know, Gary Daniels just kind of flips him over over through some other pots that are all over the counter, and then Dominatrix Lady comes out, and now it's wrestling time. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be doing wrestling moves, and she is kind of beating his ass and he's like gonna murder her with his fist and then he's like oh you're a lady well i better not do that um at which point they fling him through a door mm-hmm. in their house yep yeah uh-huh. i don't know whose house this is but they proceed to fuck up their own house <laughs> by throwing gary daniels around all over the place through a coffee table uh-huh yeah yeah um, and eventually it comes to a point where he, he flings the little dude. Well, no. No, he, no, no. Well, he, he, well, he takes the little, little dudes out of the commission for a second. Yeah. And finally, because the lady's just been beating his ass, he's like, all right, and just cold cocks her and she's out of it. He drives her nasal cavity through her brain. I mean, that lady is <laughs> she's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a weird karate uppercutty punch thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But he, like all throughout the scene are various, like she's giving him an airplane spin at one point mm-hmm. or, and, and he kips up at another point and it's just, it's all kinds of, you know, backbreakers and things are happening. So yeah, he but, murders her. But now, so like, <laughs> because he, you know, passed out with the phone the, the cops have traced the, yes. you know, the cops are on their way they, they've sent a deputy they, to well yeah they're like out. send a black and white so it's just a, an unsuspecting cop car is rolling up on this house two deputies are coming up to the to the back sliding glass door mm-hmm. yeah and about that time he picks up the little dude defenestrates him through the door and into the deputies yes takes them both out yep <laughs> it's an excellent throw and then just beats down the other cop yeah immediately and then he's just like i'm out I should have never stumbled across this yeah. weird <laughs> ranch. Well, then he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll take the cop car. Yeah. And as he's driving, he's he sees, he looks and, oh, they have a spare uniform hanging back there. Yeah. Oh, Why God, wouldn't well, they? We can't pass your your, your gimp I, I know. Uh, it's 
It's not going to play as well. I oh, said it, I said it live, but when he threw the guy, it almost looked like he saw the cops coming, mm-hmm. picked up the dude and directly threw him. And I said, sometimes you have to improvise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The joke is so good. It's not bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, he does. He... Yeah, because he has their cop car. But they, for whatever reason, had a spare uniform, a spare uniform. that fits this giant peck dude perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than his actual coat that he wore to school, but yes. um, yeah. So he's like driving along. He's like, "Oh, cool! I have a cop uniform now." Mm-hmm. Which his first plan is, "I'll put the cop uniform in, and I'm going to go see my brother-in-law." <laughs> right? Because he goes to this high rise <laughs> where his brother-in-law is, and basically he shows up, and the dude's like, "The fuck are you doing here? Yeah. What? Why? You're you're so wanted. Why are you here? I can't I can't be part of this, Alex. Get the fuck like, out of here." He launches. His brother-in-law loses his shit. He launches into an escalating monologue that is amazing. Yeah. Like freaking out and amazing. I. We should probably go ahead and spoil it. This is this is incident awardee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this guy, because like the dude's got a little bit of a high pitched voice anyway. Yeah. And it just. It keeps going up. <laughs> Pitch, lo- speed, yeah. and loudness yeah. all just straight, just exponential increases yep. as, he, as he's talking. But the speech <sighs> just keeps going and going oh, and yeah. going. And, and then he, Gary Daniels just looks at him like a hurt puppy, just like, fine, <laughs> I'll go. And then the brother-in-law's like, wait, take this money. <laughs> and Gary Daniels is like, nah, <laughs> fuck your money. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't believe I, me. Once again, the cops have figured out that he's here somehow. Yes. Um, they are running up the stairs for whatever reason in this giant high rise. I don't know why they don't use the elevator. But anyway, he also has sense that they are here now, too, and is mm-hmm. running up instead of down and Correct. gets to the roof. Yes, he does. The cops come out to the roof and they're like, where'd he go? Uh-huh. And we get a shot where he is hanging over the edge of this like 20, 30 story building. <laughs> yes, he is. Clasping onto the side. And they're like, I don't know. He's not here. Not here. And meanwhile, we are also watching a helicopter take off with the slightest instructions that make this scene drag out longer that the guy is like, I've been told like there's a sniper guy boarding this chopper uh-huh. and he's like, I can't shoot him. They want it to look like an accident. Right. Which is really just explanation for why this scene is going to take about 15 <laughs> minutes because the cops are basically like, yeah, I, I don't know. He's not up here. And the, and he very carefully climbs his way back up there and like simultaneous to him like finally getting over the edge back onto the right side of the roof the mm-hmm. helicopter just comes out and over like <laughs> well, yeah, I was here the whole time you yep. didn't hear me <laughs> yep and basically the the the, the uh the helicopter just starts start shooting at him and yes. he rolls all around the roof rolls off the side a few times hanging on the side being shot at they're, they're I mean they're just shooting all around this guy except mm-hmm. for at him I mean, there's one point where, uh, like, he when he does get back up to the roof the first time, he has to run across the length of the roof as he's being shot at and then just basically jumps over the other side, uh, mm-hmm. to which they then reveal that he caught himself and is not going to fall. But, right. man, just like Stuntman was just like, OK, here I go. Woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there is one shot in somewhere in this, and I think it's I think it's a part that's about to come up. But there is one point where you see the safety harness. It's, yes. Good. That, I mean, good. Yeah, <laughs> but, sure. I mean, not good that we see it, but good that they weren't just like, ah, eh, you could do that, yeah. right? But this is, I mean, okay. Th- th- this is a real building, though. It's I mean, a real building. It's a real high rise. And obviously, obviously, these guys are on platforms and, and harnesses and stuff like that. But they have Gary Daniels hanging off the side of this building mm-hmm. in numerous shots. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. very clearly Gary Daniels. Now, there are mm-hmm. other shots where it's cl- clearly a stuntman because he's hiding, he's hiding his face. But at some point... 
Gary Daniels is hanging off a 30-story building or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And this these kinds of things make me tense as fuck, even though I know no one's going to die in the scene because I would have heard of it. But just watching this is heights are always my thing. So like watching him continually throw himself off the side of the building is stressing me the fuck out during this mm-hmm. entire thing. Yeah. Um, now, now, now what's weird about the story that they're maintaining that they're on this fugitive manhunt for this guy that went nuts out mm-hmm, of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and their, their basic explanation is like, yeah, this guy works out all the time and he must've just snapped. Yeah. And that's what they're going with. And that's what the media is all buying except for Harry, our intrepid reporter. Right. But this helicopter is downtown in whatever city they're in. Los Angeles. Shooting into this building mm-hmm. that is probably <laughs> occupied. Yeah. and Because every shot misses and every shot is going straight into the building. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, this scene, we, we can't stress this scene goes on for a while. Yeah. But like what eventually happens I'm, I'm trying to think. Did he land on the, the window washing platform? Yes. yes. Okay. He lands on that. Like he, he shimmies his way over and falls down a, to a window washing platform, which is always, you know, conveniently on a building when you're hanging off the side mm-hmm. and doesn't attempt to operate it up or down. No, now. because he's constantly being shot at. Sure. Well, he pops his head up like a, a little lot. groundhog. Like it's a shooting gallery <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, he's the whack-a-mole and he yes. keeps popping his head off and he keeps getting shot at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this just it keeps going on. It yeah. does. It like this in all the ways that the car chase scene was awesome. This is a bit much. This wears out its welcome. Like like it just felt like we had this much footage. Yeah. Right. And it cost us a lot to get it. Yeah. So it's all going in. Yep. Yeah. All of it. Es- essentially what they they the guy plans to do eventually is he starts trying to shoot the 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 tether the, the tether rope. rope that's up on the top yeah and which does which makes the thing start falling down and it, it catches itself and it falls down a little bit more mm-hmm. and and you know there's one point where it falls a really long ways mm-hmm. and and there's a dude on it when it's falling yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually he's like all right fuck this shit and then he sees a rope swinging there well the bottom has fallen out of oh, this that's, thing yeah, that's right so yes. he's hanging on to the the just the just the railing part, the, not yeah, the, grate, yeah. the grating. Yeah. yeah, but eventually he does get himself over to this rope to escape more gunfire, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, basically Tarzan's himself onto the 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 landing rung of the helicopter. Yeah, but in a way where it starts happening, you're like, what is he doing? This is the bad. It, they do it the bad way. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think it's a bad way. They do it the bad way. I don't think so because they it's do like, it the bad way. He's hanging onto this rope, and you're like, well, what is he doing? And he starts swinging, and they kind of show a little shot of the helicopter and you're like wait a minute what is he doing and he do- they don't pay it off right but right yeah but, but the lead up in your mind you're like oh shit they're doing this <laughs> yeah the payoff should be he jumps into the helicopter and kicks the fucker out the other side exactly yeah. that's why like, they didn't that's do it how right. you do that right the payoff is not as good but yeah. it does lead to something is, pretty good yeah the payoff <laughs> is he grabs the rung and hungs and hangs on while the guy above him is like oh shit i'm yeah. out of bullets but he does immediately kick that guy in the face no no no. even better he grabs the guy's gun and oh, punches yes. him punches yes. the dude yes. with his own gun yeah. <laughs> yeah within like a second of grabbing this helicopter yeah. it's it's immediate yeah so eventually what happens is they're both hanging on to the 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 rung um, and the pilot dude is like, hey, Larry, the sniper, <laughs> real sorry you're out on the wrong there, but like, I could probably take this down and or go over the roof so you only fall like 10 feet. But you know what? I'm going to fly over traffic. I'm going to fly right over the freeway. <laughs> real high, too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I never liked you anyway, Larry. Yeah. You slept with my wife for yeah. the last time. <laughs> I know you ate my sandwich out of the fridge. 
I know it was you, Larry. I clearly had my name on it. <laughs> Go fight Rage yeah. hanging from a helicopter. Do you, you see Dick? Do you see Larry? <laughs> yeah. Do you see what happens, Larry? Man. This oh, is why man. you never fired at a stranger with through an aircraft. <laughs> So they just fly over nothing for the longest time. And eventually, Gary Daniels just falls off the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Like, Larry wins. <laughs> yeah, Larry's fine. And you're like, well, what's happening here? He's going to die. Or is he going to land in a swimming pool? What? No, he, he, he falls through a roof. He crashes through a greenhouse and yeah. like, into some plants. And he's like, hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. He just gets up and is like, well, dirt. Yeah. 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 I just I love that he does that right after the guy in the helicopter radios. Yeah, nobody could have survived that. Right. It's like, thanks, movie, for making fun of yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, so this scene is not as good as the car chase, but there's no. a lot of good stuff in it. Yeah. Man. If that scene had been cut by about ten minutes, yes, yeah. that would have been an amazing scene. Yeah. Yep. But right. it's got a man, they a lot of stunt work went into that. Yep, I mean, sure th- they put some dudes in some precarious situations. Yep. And uh, meanwhile, a reporter guy has gone around and he's kind of, he's met somebody who was a scientist at the thing at, mm-hmm. at the place and said, Hey, you know, they were experimenting on monkeys. And then when they wanted to move to oh, human he tests, was, he was like, like a, you know, PETA dude or something. Yeah. 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 yeah but he's like, I, I got, I got out of there. I didn't want anything to do with that when right. they, when they graduated from monkeys. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah. that, that's like I said, that's that's your little bit of payoff from his lesson earlier mm-hmm. about monkeys and yeah. rage. Yeah. And blah. He, he also goes and talks to the governor, mm-hmm. which is accusatory as fuck. Yeah. It's just like, so, governor, you own 31% of this business and they're the ones behind this. Yeah, what do you, you have to, to say about that? This. And the governor's just like, I have nothing to say about it. Get yeah, out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You're a shit reporter. And and he's like, just look at the list, sir. Look at the, like, yeah. suddenly it, it shifts to be like Please. the whistleblower being like, this is what's happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, as it's, opposed to, I know it's your fault. Right. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's his subplot. <laughs> and then he goes to, then he's like, well, I don't know what else to do. So let's just go to Gary Daniels house. Yeah. To which uh, there's a team of reporters outside. Right. And his Irish cop drinking buddy won't let him in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has to go to the neighbor's house. Yeah. And the neighbor is just chilling in his palatial estate with his kid watching TV. Like, ah, there's nothing worth worth watching outside mm-hmm. or peering out the window or anything. Let's just chill in here. Um, so, yeah, he knocks on the door with his giant press badge on. He's like, hi, uh, I'm your neighbor. Wink. Uh, you want to invite me yeah. in and let's chat? And the guy's like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I know who you are. But he's got his giant press badge <laughs> yes, on his lapel. Just right there. And he just kind of flips it over like, oh, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you, Gary's a good man. Yeah. You, all your reporters are shit. And he's right. like, no, I believe you. Yeah. Tell me more about how he's yeah. a good man. He's like, oh, he's the best man. He's yeah. so good. He's so good. And he's tender. <laughs> and thorough. He's smart. <laughs> he teaches real good. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I hear him fucking his wife like every other night. And it's like three hours. He's real good to her. The man. <laughs> they consummate the yeah. shit out of that man. It's they a put real, that kid to bed yeah, and man, they can, fuck. You can tell it's... <laughs> It's real gentle fucking. This guy fucks. You. <laughs> this, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah, he like I mean he's like camera lady, get in here. This is great stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're learning <This> about <laughs> this guy fucking. So he runs out to go get her. Meanwhile, 
<laughs> Gary Daniels just barges in the house. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, <laughs> can I borrow your phone? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And the guy's just like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, you're of a course. great guy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, cool. And while he's telling, he's like, cool, can I borrow your van too? He's like, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah anything you want. Yeah, take yeah. anything. He's like, can I borrow your kid? And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah just, <laughs> take my kid. Take he it. actually really does borrow the kid because he's like, hey, yeah. kid, call my house and, and, and talk to my daughter. And this is the dumbest plan because yeah. he doesn't arrange any of this ahead of time. He's no. just like, call call my kid and then he's like he's ask just, her to come outside and he just covers up the phone he's like tell my daughter to do the fire drill thing he's like, your dad wants you to do the fire drill and it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah and immediately agent man is just like ah i know he's, he's next door there yeah, and, the, and the kid is like some man wants to talk to you <laughs> yeah and it's like well what was this ruse for this is stupid and at this point like they've been telling the wife like oh no we just want to help him like yeah. there's something wrong with your husband right and at this point he's like fuck all that that doesn't matter yeah because she's well, like yeah he goes they they trace it and they go oh my god he's next door yeah, get that son of a bitch and she's like what and basically he throws her against like the fireplace she falls over and then like he just cold cocked her punches too. her dead well, in the face yeah but I mean, she, she, she got a couple good hits in yeah but then she grabs like some I don't even art. know what that it was. It looked like a table leg. Yeah, she got it from it the, did look side like a of the fireplace. I think it was one of those like yeah. cat statue. I don't like, know. Long. It looks like know, a table leg. She clocks one guy who yeah. does like a spinning fly out of frame thing after she hits him. Yeah. Oh man. But so yeah, she gets she gets jacked in the face. And we had seen Gary Daniels leave his neighbor's house, and <laughs> he's just like gonna borrow your van. And you're like, well, he's gonna run away. Okay, obviously. No. So as as Agent Man is beating the hell out of the wife. Gary Daniels drives his neighbor's van through his own breakfast nook. <laughs> it's a devanistration. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a giant, like, picture. Yep. Not a picture window, but there's a giant mullioned window. A, and yeah. he just. Van. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, she's like, oh, <laughs> thank you. And he gathers them up and just reverses right out of his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, takes off. Yeah. And then basically drives to this boat, which. He gets on this boat and it's like, oh, okay, he has another friend and gets on. And he's like, thank you, Sensei, for letting us on your boat, <laughs> which I, I was like, that's Captain Sensei. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's he's got a Sensei because that's that's what this dude. That's, sure. That's the kind of thing this dude would have. Yeah. Spends a lot of time in the gym at kicking point, in karate chopping dicks. He would have had to have learned how to kick dudes in the face. Sure. He's yes. too good yeah. at it. Yeah. The rage wouldn't have taught him. No. no. no that's the rage true. will give you the strength to not die when you fall off a helicopter. Mm-hmm, that's right. But not to kick dudes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he basically leaves his family with this sensei guy. Uh, not before boning. Oh, that's, well, yes, there is some. There yeah. is. It's funny well, because he's like, I need to go. And she's like, I, but not you yet. He need tells to us, fuck me first. He tells his sensei that he's got to go take care of the rage. And then he goes down to see his family. And she just immediately starts freaking out. And then it seems like cut to eight hours later. And it seems like they are finishing boning, mm-hmm. but instead it's the start of boning. They have just changed. They both changed into mom jeans yep. and are just standing there. And she's just like, you're going to bone me now because this may be the last time we ever bone. Um, mm-hmm. So that goes on for a while. <laughs> just her kissing his pecs, which is just <laughs> it's just constantly like, your pecs are just so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make out with them. They are the <laughs> best. Um, yeah. So that, that, you know, he fills her with rage and then. We yeah, then he, yeah, then that's when we get to our third act, basically. And he yeah. he calls the reporter guy, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, I'm yeah. gonna I can give you the story. We got to meet at the mall, right. and it's got to be live, which yeah. really 
never happens. He says just, that. Yeah, but it does not. It does happen not happen at all. No. Because reporter guy has gone back to his TV station. Oh, that's right. And they're breaking news and, and he's going to do the, the story. And Peter Jason is just freaking out. He's like, you're going to get a sued. You're, you're going to say something stupid and we're going to get sued. Mm-hmm. And he just gets up there and delivers a normal news report and shows the tape that he had. Yeah. And that's it. And everyone's just like, this guy's going to network. He's the mm-hmm. best. He's man. Yeah, all his dreams are going to come true. Going to the network yeah. was a big <laughs> like, deal. This guy read the Constitution stuff. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Because there are these two like goober reporters who work yeah. in like the the pool the area, yeah. and they're just constantly like they're doing nothing but just high fiving each other all the time. It's just yeah. frat and boy reporters. Shit at him. Yeah. It's like what are your jobs even? Yeah. Like hey, stupid old man, you can break <laughs> us, break another story. Yeah. And then they have good one, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go cover the boat show again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catalina wine mixer, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they meet up at the ball and yes. like have a little <clears throat> interview, talk, thing. interview thing on camera where he finally gets to tell somebody, yeah, I was kidnapped and mm-hmm. they were experimenting on me and I've been just defending my defending yeah. myself because they've been trying to kill me ever since. And he's like, the lab was full of illegals. They were killing them. Then they found me and said he looks strong enough to clone their army. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah, okay, this is fantastic. <laughs> this is yeah. great stuff. Meanwhile, just this army of, you know, yeah, yeah, the men dudes in suits are because at some up. point they had said they needed to start tailing Harry. Because yeah, yeah Harry actually gets interrogated by main yes. dude oh, after yes, after after Gary Daniels got away. Mm-hmm. Main main bad guy was like, all right, well, we got to talk to that guy because yeah, he's he one gets of the few people to talk to him. He gets hauled in to talk to that guy, and, and he, well, he gets all smart, snarky because he's like, yeah, he's like, what's it like? It must be pretty special going through your life like with the first name like special, yeah, special, special agent, agent special, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just totally giving that guy flack, and that guy's like, get out of here, man. Mm-hmm. tail him, yeah. So yeah, so they. Like so that's how the, they found him because yeah. immediately Gary Daniels like you set me up and mm-hmm. Harry's like no no I didn't I didn't I yeah. promise but then they they take the tape from his uh, from the from camera the, from her oh, they, they she tries to toss him the tape and they take it away from him yeah. and they take all of all the equipment and they're all just kind of standing there like in front of this surf shop and they're like hey Gary Daniels yeah. we, we got the antidote man no it's gonna the, hurt the, the two of the the two the reporter and the cameraman walk away like over to the pretzel shop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're going they're, to hands, man. They're just like, well, I guess this is over. Except and then, she's like, look. I still have the tape. Yeah, he's like, I, I hid it in my mom's jeans. Yeah, and he's like, cool. And then they're gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we should probably point out, mm-hmm. this mall, an actual mall that they're in, uh-huh. looks like an operational mall at the time of filming. Yes. Because there are some people just kind of off to the side like, y'all making a movie? Yeah. It looks yeah. like they just went rogue and yeah. just ran into the mall and started yeah. filming. I mean, this is not Chopping Mall where it was an actual mall, but you could tell they filled empty storefronts with a bunch of bullshit. Right. These are actual stores. Well, I mean, for the most part, there's a couple that are obviously stunt spectacular yeah. stores, but mm-hmm. for the most part, th- this is a functional mall. Yes. With and, people in it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's keep this in mind. Keep this. This is very important. <laughs> so they're in front of one location mm-hmm. with a glass front. <laughs> and Gary Daniels is like, no, nah, I'm not going with you. Yeah. And, and, and the guy's like, you know, you can go in and we got the antidote. And yeah. I know it's burning. Yeah. I know you can feel it right now. It's 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 eating your organs and yeah. your gray matter and everything. And man, this guy gives just the biggest cut and paste bullshit. 
I'm a patriot. Yeah. I love this country. I yeah. do what That's I do. Why we do oh, this. Yeah, because the governor who we thought was shitty yeah. pri- pre- previous to radios into another agent is like, stand down. Yeah. Like, this guy's innocent. Well, yeah. yeah. He does that, though, after oh, the shit has gone right, down. Yes, right. yes, because they've run off and immediately aired yeah. that tape. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they... <laughs> Basically, Gary Daniels is like, nah, not doing it. I'm not going with and you. And so you he immediately hits the first guy next to him and just takes that guy and kicks him through that plate glass window. Mm-hmm. Takes him, like goes through the window after him. Another guy chases him in. He kicks that guy <laughs> out through the window that was not broken yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chases that guy out and starts beating him. Runs back in. And there's a guy running at him trying to chase him. Yes. To which he takes the glass door <laughs> And swings it. So this motherfucker. God, that is so good. R- runs <laughs> through this door head first. Uh huh. And the best part is the guy, you can tell as he hits it, he's like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Fuck! Yes. Well, it's, a, it's like the biggest piece of stunt glass I uh. have ever seen. Yeah. It's like. It's bigger than a four by eight sheet of plywood. Yeah. It's probably six feet across and eight feet tall. And this and is and the dude yeah. just plows through. I mean, it yeah, and it's a fucking door, it. and he just swings right. that door into the guy running God at him. Damn it. just it's di- hits it, it. What looks like full speed running into this fucking yeah. glass door. It's different than the usual defenestration because the window is usually stationary. Mm-hmm. This is right. man running towards object yeah. and object swinging and towards. It's usually man. a dude getting thrown by his back. Yes, because that's how you go through a glass window face first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you go through with your arms crossed over your head. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like that. this guy just face up straight into that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this continues wherever yeah. there is glass to be found. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like we, we're talking about all the glass breaking, but there is also a lot of gun shooting. Mm-hmm. And what looks like people in the background just being like, well, I got a busy day shopping. I, yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this gun battle. Well, I all haven't us. gotten my six laps around the mall yet, so I'm still going to I've got a 30% yeah. off coupon for JC Pitties. <laughs> it this expires today. never clears out. No. And it's There's re- like two scenes of people yeah. running, but yeah. that's that's it. But so... Now, the geography gets a little weird because there's a lot of up. There's two stories to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to tell at times which floor he's on. But at one point, he's getting shot at on the top floor still after kicking dudes through, I don't know, nine million windows. Mm-hmm. And he has thrown what he just chucks one guy over the railing down into a T-shirt kiosk. Oh, yeah. Fuck it, that it, guy. Um, and then another guy's coming at him and he's just like, well, got to go. And unfurls this balloon rope that is tied to the banner. It's a balloon bunting, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. But gets on this thing. Tarzan's down to the first floor. There's a guy behind another kiosk that's shooting at him. He comes down, swings down underneath this kiosk, and fucking just takes that guy's legs out and yep. wrecks him. I thought it was a cock punch again. But, I, yeah. it, it was a sliding... Like kicked him in the crotch. Yeah. Okay. It could have been a sliding double foot crotch kick <laughs> he but took it also the fucker yeah, out yeah, well, took it sure out. looked like he was going to go for that guy's knee and yeah. you were just going to watch a fucking thighsman happen right there on screen <laughs> yes yeah all, all we're saying is a lot of awesome shit is happening yeah. in this scene again yes and there will be just like three panes of standing glass like a room divider kind of thing mm-hmm. in the mall and those are only there to get fucking wrecked yeah. <laughs> it's like they watch police story and they're like fucking amateurs yeah <laughs> there's a lot more glass <laughs> yes. to be broken here <laughs> watch this man this just hold my beer wherever there is glass to be broken they break it 
They shoot through. There's just scenes where he is just shooting and walking behind glass and shooting through all that and continuing to shoot. Yeah. And so it's during all of this that the the one guy with the shotgun gets the call from the governor. The governor's like, stand down. Right. Mm-hmm. And the main bad guy has just taken to slow-mo smoking. And yeah, well, that guy, he he straight up tells the other the other agent. He's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. This guy's going down. Yeah. Like it's personal now for some reason. Yeah. And the guy's like, all right, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that guy just kind of vanishes for a while. Yeah. But yeah, he's been slow-mo smoking the whole time. And they get in a whole thing like on a carousel. Yeah. Like where. Yeah. It's, He's riding up on top and then swinging down. It probably sounded cooler in the script phase. Yeah. The carousel was probably not as big as they would like it to be because it's a lot of like dudes sneaking around it looking for the guy. But the thing is moving around so fast that they, they do like eight <laughs> rotations around this yeah. thing, not finding him. And then all and of a sudden he keeps he pops magically up. being able to get on top. Yeah. And yeah. It's but he takes all those guys out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when main bad guys finally like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. He shoots him in the gut. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him in the left thigh. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots him in the right thigh. Yep. And it's just doing the like, I'm going to finish you off. And that's when the other agent who got yeah. the call steps in and is like, no, I can't let you do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, get the fuck out of the way. And the guy's like, nah. <laughs> and like, shotguns no, I can't him. let you kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they stand there for just a second. And then our, the good guy agent shoots mm-hmm. that dude in the chest. Who, and like if, if he'd had a bigger part in the movie maybe yeah but like this was yeah. his weird face turn out of nowhere like oh that guy oh okay. i don't even remember seeing him earlier like, no like he'd he never just, been seen before yeah he just kind of was like the guy who happened to get the call yeah. i was like hey governor says stand down yeah we should stand down it's, Wait, a, like, it's a neat idea it's a different thing for a movie to end on but it's anticlimactic as fuck yeah and, and yeah. it's also problematic because like they've i mean this guy is like painted as the mastermind he's probably not yeah but he's beat the shit out of this guy's wife he shot this dude three times and you just have some other dude come in and yeah and shoot him like you really the way they set it up it sure seems like like he's gonna overpower the rage not not to mention pain of the bullets and just possibly hundreds of of humans that he's killed in his (laughs) experiments right you know, like yeah. this is an awful person and someone on his team is yeah. just like, nah, here's a shotgun. Yeah, blast. you just you expect Gary Daniels to do it. Yeah, but it does not happen that way at all. No. Like, I never should have had Gary Daniels shooting that guy in the gut. and yes. In the thighs. I never felt like that guy was the head of whatever was happening. Oh, no, I always not. felt like he was the lead henchman. He felt like the head of security or something. Yeah, it just it never felt like that was the guy. And well, sure, it just like still, I mean. The guy did plenty to absolutely a, a worse death. Yeah, yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is that yeah, that's they, the main guy. They kill him off anticlimactically, and it's like it both ways are unsatisfying because yeah, it's like cop got a way better death. Yeah, yeah, he did. yeah. So because then basically it's just like Gary Daniels in a hospital bed, mm-hmm. and his wife comes to see him, his kid comes to see him, and uh, his the class comes to see him. him. And then there's like a outro thing with our H- Harry. Harry in like, front of the carousel. Harry is working his action news channel 12 thing oh, with man. all the fucking fervor of a, you know, he's Edward going for Murrow. a Pulitzer. I mean, yeah. he is oh, just, yeah. yeah. The and, prose is turning so purple at this <laughs> point as he's delivering it in the age of man and the humanity of <laughs> our citizenry. And yeah. one man fights back against an unjust cause. And it's like, yeah. dude, who is even listening? to this? Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he says cut and the movie cuts to black mm-hmm. and then we get credits. Yep. Yeah. So it ends badly. <laughs> yeah, it's hmm. yeah. it's unfortunate. It is definitely got an ensign award mm-hmm. for that for the brother-in-law. Whatever I don't even know if he was named at any point. But Doesn't matter. Brother-in-law freak out. Hundred percent ensign. Yeah, that yeah I mean, go, that other goes other places. people like the guy was threatening it with his chopper and everything. Like how angry he was getting that he was 
somewhere else while everyone else was having this massive car chase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was approaching it, but n- nowhere near what the brother yeah. does. Yeah. And no Stargrove or anything. That uh, soundtrack is completely unre- unremarkable. Yeah. I don't know. There's one part during the, the fight scene with the dominatrix where the score starts to integrate yeah, right of the Valkyries into it. Yeah. And that's pretty good. That's yeah, good, but, but still not Stargrove. But yeah, th- yeah. it's, it's weird because the, s- the score at times is kind of predator in places there are mm-hmm. some musical motifs that are almost predator and almost star wars at a couple points and yeah. it's just like what are you what are you doing guys <laughs> mm-hmm. but i will give that one scene credit because it's, it's not just like they play the ride of the valkyries they integrate it into the actual musical score mm-hmm. and score the scene to it and that's pretty good so i give it credit for at least that one scene yeah. but yeah the rest of it is kind of unremarkable so all right so rating time mm-hmm. yes i can go okay, okay. I'm going to award this five jocks. <laughs> Fair enough. I I have issues with it, mm-hmm. clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that hanging on the roof scene takes far too fucking long. It doesn't end quite the way you'd like it to, but goddamn, does everything else make up for that. I mean, holy shit, that highway scene. Like, I want to watch that entire highway scene again right now. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those where, like, even though the sum of the parts isn't quite, like, the best, I think the parts add up to five jocks for me. So, yeah, I I got to go with that. All right. Someone else go. Jerry's still out over here. Okay. Uh, I I agree with you. Five jocks. It, if I had to qualify it, I would say it's a low five jocks mm-hmm. for all the reasons we've said. Yeah. Um, But I just, I admire this movie's gumption of like, fuck the plot. Do all the stunts. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, all right. I mean, I I can put the plot together in my head. It's fine. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> you kidnap this guy. You pumped him full of rage, and now he can't die. Super. <laughs> Let's do that. And then they do some great things with it. Um, I, yeah. I just every time you see one of these things, you're worried that it's going to have a budget of like twenty bucks, and they're never going to have mm-hmm. like the stunts that you want it to have. And this thing just keeps surprising you. It's just yeah. like. Jesus Christ, guys. Oh, God, I forgot. We didn't even mention when he's fighting in the video store. Oh, man. And he pushes the entire yes. video <laughs> shelf yes. with two guys, <laughs> pushes it all out the fucking window. Yeah, yeah. He defenestrates two guys at once <laughs> with a VCR shelf on top of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, the video store features all of this. All the production. PM Entertainment movies yeah. <laughs> uh, are featured in this video store, which is yeah. really solid marketing because yeah. we are so on board with this company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. D- this movie actually replaced another PM Entertainment movie that I was like, we need to break into these guys' mm-hmm. movies because they seem like they have some cool well, shit. Well, yeah, Joseph Mary, the guy who directed it, yeah, he's got 25 movies. Yes. And every cover looks like mm-hmm. this movie. Yes. We're going to be okay for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a low five jocks, but it's definitely five jocks. Just, I mean, God, just the places this thing goes. Yeah. Wasn't expecting any of it. Yeah. Like you watch this and you understand why people like Gary Daniels. Yeah. I get it. Why? Because I, I think Chase wrote us last week and was like, you need to watch some Gary Daniels movies. We did. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> you were right. Yes. Um, all right. I guess I'll go. Um, okay. I, I I have to stick by a principle here. Um, I, can, I can only give this movie four jocks. Mm-hmm. This is so very, 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 very close to a five jocks movie. But my number one biggest pet peeve in a movie like this is if you make somebody sufficiently evil, they need a sufficiently evil person's death. Mm -hmm. And that is a mortal sin in this otherwise pretty glorious movie. Um, And I'm taking away an entire jocks mark for that. 
Um, however, you need to see this movie if you like movies like this. And and <laughs> I would even say, like, I was getting a very strong um, 90s Jackie Chan vibe from a lot of what was happening in this. Yep. Um, not only just the kind of semi-throwaway plot, but, like, something like, like his Who I Am I movie uh, that he had. It, it reminded it reminded me a lot of that. Both is that in, the one where he ran down the building? Yes. Okay. Um, like there's there's the stuff there's the high wire stuff on top of the building that that is is prevalent in that movie. Um, Gary Daniels reminds me of one of the dudes that he was fighting on top of that building. There's just a, there was a lot of things, both time that this movie was shot and the way it looked and things that were happening that were giving me a very strong vibe mm-hmm. to that movie. Um, that yeah. that is a very good thing because I, I I adore that movie. Um, he is in some Jackie Chan movies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the ending is, it's just kind of a wet fart ending for this evil dude. Like I said, I mean, when you think about it, he straight up directly assaulted this guy's wife. He yeah. shot this guy three times and then was instrumental in killing God knows how many quote unquote non-humans as the asshole said in the beginning. Yeah. I understand that all the, most of the other dudes, including hopefully the evil scientists got wrecked in the beginning scene. So I feel like, you know, they got their, mm-hmm. they got theirs, but yeah, that dude just doesn't. And that, that's a shame. Um, like really just change that, like give him some way of, I don't know, like, just mm-hmm. like, I mean, that dude need to like get kicked through a helicopter blade or something, you know, like just something pretty fucking spectacular and it yeah. just doesn't happen. But yeah, my God, this is a great movie. And that, that freeway chase and the mall stuff is just spectacular. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a mortal sin for me to, to end like that. Fair enough. I do get that. This one is actually kind of close to three jocks for me. Um, I, I can see everything that you guys liked in this movie. It just didn't click for me like it did for you guys for some reason. I don't know what it was. Um, but it's still, there's still like, there was a moment in the early part of this movie when like, I just was kind of, I just kind of zoned out a bit. Mm -hmm. And then the the truck crashing through, I don't even remember what the other truck, the other truck. Yeah. (laughs) And just on fire. I was like, yeah, I kind of looked up because there was a loud noise. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Holy Mm -hmm. shit. They went there. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. Um, but then they saddle themselves with stuff like hanging from a building for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, it just kind of drags in places that it really doesn't need to drag. Um, when it keeps up the pace and keeps doing what it's best at, it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And if they hadn't hamstrung themselves, slowed themselves down with that, um, with those sorts of things, I think it could easily be a five jocks movie. Um, the beginning of the movie is real like Chuck you said before we started watching the movie you you said give this five minutes yeah before you start to make a judgment on it and well I was saying don't let the five minute rule right fall right. into this because Ignore the, first, the five minute rule. yeah the first five minutes are not indicative of what's about to happen here no and I wouldn't have shut it off like I wouldn't have vetoed it mm-hmm. but um that first, and it's more than five minutes, it feels, well, maybe it isn't, but it feels like 10 or 15 minutes of yeah. just, all right, get to the fucking point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of stuff, even though 
you know, even though you you can overlook some of it for the you know dick karate punching and <laughs> um, slide hi, hi. tackle underneath. Hi, I'm Dick Karate Punch. Um, <laughs> the slide tackle underneath the gift shop kiosk mm-hmm. and the. 75 defenestrations in the mall and the guy getting the door slammed on his face. Um, just didn't hit you like it. Yeah, was. it just didn't, it just didn't click over to five jocks because it, it really drags sometimes and you know, plot, whatever it's, it's a fine plot. It, if, if this it's had been a, a plot, <laughs> right. If this had been a Marvel movie, nobody would have complained about it. No. Um, you know, nobody would complain about that plot if it had a $245 million budget and six well-known actors in it. Yeah. Um, so you could complain about this plot, but you'd be wasting your breath. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a four jocks movie though. I, I've talked myself into a solid four jocks. Okay. All right. To cool. A, Welcome eh, back. Four jocks. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe a three jocks, but mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's it's really good. You should really watch it. Mm-hmm. But just be prepared for, you know, five or six moments in this film to try to rip you out of the goodness of this. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Okay. Let's. All right, welcome back. Hey! Bamcast second half. Bamcast. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pew, pew. Yeah. Pew, pew, indeed. And such. Um, so I saw a fairly new movie. You guys said you saw a movie. Is Ours it? is from last year. 2016. Oh. Okay, well, I saw a new one in the theater. Okay. <gasps> Tell us a story. What was it? I saw this little movie called Pasajeros. I, I saw Passengers. <laughs> <laughs> but where I saw it, it was called Pasajeros. Oh, I see. Oh. Okay. Yeah, passengers. You know, Cristobal Pratt, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Ah, um, Jennifer. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't pronounce it like that. I said Jennifer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um. So, all right. I I want to talk a little bit about the movie, but I also kind of want to talk about a little bit about the experience because mm-hmm. I I saw this at a Cinemex and in, in, in Vallarta, Mexico. Yeah, you were in a foreign land. I was. Whoa. Yeah, man. Um. First off, let me say. It's a cool ass cinema. They they do the re, you know reserve seating thing, uh, but even better, there's a, you know your, there's your standard popcorn candy snack bar. But right next to it is a snack bar where I had a freshly prepared uh, strawberry crepe. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I could have had Nutella and something. There was one other flavor. The same France. And, <laughs> and what are you doing? And then they have you mean these, a freedom pancake? <laughs> and I don't remember the name of them, but they were like these little. Um, like almost like potato wedges that were like semi-cooked it's hard to explain it was like not quite crispy like a a, like a french fry but it wasn't quite like baked potato hard either okay and they was it potato yeah i believe it was potato or could have been yucca it could have been yucca but they put like they put a spice on it and it Mm. sort of tastes like uh you know that's a spicy yucca yeah sounds like a yucca fry but yeah it was a it's pretty pretty awesome anyway so the movie Yeah. yeah passengers um so I I regret having not seen Arrival. I I love high concept sci fi movies, and I mm-hmm. just that one just passed me by. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to miss this one. Um, 
it, it's strange because I, I kind of love that we live in a world where we can have a movie like this that's it's a mass appeal sci-fi movie with some high concept stuff going on. Um, like there's a there's a serious morality uh, issue looming in the movie mm-hmm. um, that I don't know. You could argue gets addressed or doesn't. You know it. You know I, I don't want to spoil what happens in the movie, um, but like it's it's interesting in the same way. Like I, I find something like Moon interesting. It's not as high concept and good as Moon. I, I'm not trying to say that, but you can have a very minimalist cast. Um, there's really like four actors in it mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole thing. There's one other actor who gets like fifth billing for literally about three seconds of screen time where it's an, enough time for you to go, Hey, is that? And then like, they're gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but cool. like, it's a big enough person where it's like, why did oh. you do that? Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's an enjoyable little movie. It, it's kind of like space Titanic in a way. <laughs> um, and I mean that like, in, in, in like a good way, because <laughs> you know, your, your, your main interaction is these two people on this the basic plot of the of the movie is it's a journey that these people take. They get on this uh, thing. They go into hibernation uh, for this uh, to go to this new world that is going to take, I believe, about 100 years. And then they're supposed to wake up like the last six months before it and get reacclimated and all that. Something happens along the way. And, uh, you know, they get woken up early. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they're still like 89 years away. They've just barely left. And they and so they, like they're going to stay. They they can't figure out how to get back into hibernation, and they're going to basically live alone and die on this thing when they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 like a good movie. It's it's just weird because like it it's it's it feels like they kind of made some compromises to make it more broad appeal. Like instead of going more high concept, um, there's intensity stuff like out, like out of gravity because you know space is dangerous and it wants to kill you right um so there's like there's that aspect going on but then there's like i wouldn't say romantic comedy but more like romantic drama aspects to it too that i could see you know taking away from certain people's enjoyment of it there's like i just want straight sci-fi get this romance bullshit out of here mm-hmm. um it didn't bother me um I mean, Chris Pratt's likable in this. Like, I, I feel like he fit for this, unlike Magnificent Seven. Right. Um, Jennifer Lawrence's. I I don't know. I'm, we've we've talked. We have various opinions on her mm-hmm. at times. Um, it's not good. She's bad. Oh, okay. There's, She's been fine. There, there's that, I suppose. <laughs> She's fine in certain things. Yeah. I haven't seen any of them yet. <laughs> okay. Is your only experience like Hunger Games and X Men? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she makes real movies. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. Like David, with- o- David O. Russell movies and, you know, yeah. Winter's Bone is quite good. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I mean, she's she's not given a lot to do. I mean, it, it's weird because they make her like this rich, complex character, but they just don't really tell her to own it. Mm-hmm. It's strange. It's like they 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 they, they paint her a, a broader backstory than it, and then it feel like she actually carries. Um, And, and like I said, I, I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that. It's it's a. It's a pretty movie. I mean, the the way it's filmed, there's there's a lot of really interesting uh, zero G stuff. It all looks and feels real. I I love the tech element of of this movie, like how this ship would function and all the various subsystems and whatnot, and how they've kind of created 
almost uh, it's weird because i would say it's like it's space titanic meets the shining in in a weird sort of way but if like they weren't at each other's throats they're kind of in love oh all right (laughs) Um, because there's (laughs) there's this grandeur of this giant ship and these people sort of trapped in it in in the vastness of the ship with all of these amenities and fancy you know fancy stuff going on but yet it's still kind of a prison Hmm. So like there, there's I, to needless to say I I really like this movie. I can understand why a lot of people would be like, oh really? Like you like that? Because like I said, it does kind of go dip into the melodrama world a little bit. But overall, I I I, I rather enjoyed it. Hmm. I, I sometimes I would like if I I don't really have a thing against Jennifer Lawrence. I I mean if I did, I might you know I might suggest somebody else in that role. But I I think she's fine in it you know like i didn't really have a problem with her she's not exi- it's not one of her necessarily one of her standout performances but she's fine in it and hmm. I'm, to me chris pratt drives more of the movie the plot wise anyway so but yeah. yeah it's a it's a pretty decent little movie cool all right i do want to see it yeah my wife wanted to see it and i was like yeah we can go yeah but then we didn't and for the longest time christmas I... is just a bad time yeah. like i I never can quite figure out the whole, like, let's put everything out at Christmas time. Yeah. Because me, it's like, December sucks. Like, like December is like, I have something to do almost every fucking day mm-hmm. up until Christmas. So yeah. I've never quite understood that whole release But cycle, movies but... still make a billion dollars on Christmas, yeah. so. Yeah, and all the Star Wars movies are coming out around Christmas now, yeah. so. Oh, well. Yeah. Movie that didn't come out around Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch Coen Brothers Hail Caesar. Uh-huh. And... I, I immediately finished it and wrote Chuck said, you watch this yet? Yeah, you dragged me into it. And he's like, no, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's on HBO Go, so watch it. It was one of the movies I was going to prep for and had it on my DVR and just didn't get to in time mm-hmm. for Golden Jocks. Yeah. Wouldn't um, have won anything. <laughs> nope. <sighs> Hail Caesar feels like they had a whole bunch of ideas and they figured that they would make a movie out of them in editing. Yeah, because they shot a whole bunch of stuff that kind of doesn't connect to anything else. But they're mm-hmm. like, well, but we want to do the 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 Berkeley number and we want to mm-hmm. do like the, you know, the the big epic Ben-Hur type thing. And like they want to like, yes, it looks great. Roger Deakins shot the movie, but there's also it has that I guess it was the whatever the last season of Arrested Development was where it was like we didn't film everyone together. Mm hmm. It feels like a movie they put together like, hey, George Clooney's got a couple weekends and we can get him in the here to do this. Yeah, because I, I there's one scene I don't I don't know for sure. And I didn't want to bother rewatching because I just I did not like this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, He and another main character. I don't think they're on screen together at all in their scenes. It's basically like one walks into the room and they shoot it from like the door opening and you can see the you know the the guy walks in the door and says hey you're here mm-hmm. and then the other character looks at him and goes yeah i'm here and it's a <laughs> shot from like his side of the room like it's basically two point of view shots yeah. so the two the two actors are never in the same scene together yeah it's like the whole movie feels like that yeah it's weird yep it's really weird and i know there's probably some greater point because the coen brothers are not idiots and everything they do tends to have a meaning that is more than what's there on the surface mm-hmm. beats me what the fuck this one was yeah you know yeah i, I kind of actively disliked that movie i don't know how much i really even talked about it when i saw it i don't even remember you i talking remember, about I remember you talking it. about it and 
trying to tune you out because it sounded like you weren't liking it. And I was like, no, 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 that must yeah. be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just it. It it just it does not come together in any cohesive way. And it's like it's kind of a similar plot to Big Lebowski where it's almost like all this stuff's going on, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But there's all these these tangential characters that do cool stuff. And it's kind of like they were going for that. But like Big Lebowski is funny as hell, mm-hmm. like and just well performed. And this one is not like I don't remember laughing at all at any point during this movie. I mean, I wanted to I wanted to watch the movie I felt like they wanted to emulate. Like I would have watched them just straight up make a musical with Channing Tatum and sailor outfits and all that yep. shit. Yeah. That's the best scene in the movie by far. That yeah. dance number is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like I if if they wanted to make an a 30s Hollywood movie, just fucking make one. Like I would watch it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be tongue in cheek or yeah, I felt like they thought this through line of this basically like day in a life of this studio exec guy was going to be the thing, but it's like this doesn't it's not a strong enough through line. It's just a character that ties the rest of the characters together and it's just a slice of life kind of thing. And then it just ends. Yeah, and there's just there's no one component of it that is in any way you latch onto and you go, "Oh man, this is okay. Mm-hmm. This is our A plot." Um like Every once in a while, some, one of their movies won't click with me. Like, I know BJ and I have talked about Miller's Crossing, how it's that that movie is all style over substance. Mm-hmm. That movie is stylish as fuck, but man, that movie just has never clicked with me. This movie is just kind of like a production. It's not even style. It's just like, look at the things we were able to put together. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like they had a collection of stuff they really wanted to do. Yeah. Like, they wanted to do the, the, the mermaid. Mm-hmm fountains and swimming number mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they want to do that you know they wanted the the Channing Tatum dance number on those tables yeah. which again is like by far the best scene of the movie like I was just bored out of my mind and all of a sudden that scene started and like I came alive for that one scene yep and that's like all you get of him yeah it yeah. it but yeah. you know it just feels like they had all these little things that they wanted to do and then they couldn't find a way to time all together to make a movie yeah and I just I felt like <sighs> It, it uh, to be honest, it did not feel like a Coen Brothers movie until there's one segment late in the film where the cowboy guy is kind of piecing everything together and mm-hmm. journeying off to take care of business. Yep. And it's like, oh, it's a Coen Brothers movie. The, like the music hit and the, the, the transitions and the direction was all mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, now it's a Coen Brothers movie. But it was just for that brief, like three minutes. And that was it. Yeah. Never at any other point did it feel like you see a Coen brothers movie and you're just like, man, these guys are a level above. Like there's just something to the storytelling. It all meshes together. Even if the movie doesn't quite click, you're like, Oh man, this, the style of this is great. And this Mm -hmm. doesn't have necessarily style. It has production. And I think they thought that would carry it. And it just doesn't. I mean, it's even if they just wanted this to be like a love letter to this era of movie making, it's not like none of these people really made me give a shit. Mm -hmm. And my God, the whole thing with Clooney and the thing he has to go through where he's just getting communist speech after speech after speech. And those things are pages and pages of dialogue. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm waiting for a joke. I'm waiting for something. Where's the twist in this? And it's just people reciting communist propaganda. And you're just like, okay. And so, and is the joke just Clooney's like, okay, this sounds neat. 
Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is it wasn't even like mugging Clooney like I was no. expecting it to be. No. It's not bad in that way. It's just bad in every other way. He's just kind of dopey. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only like going forward, the only thing that will be memorable about this movie to me is that it stars both the leads of Highlander who are not stars, but it yeah. features the two lead characters from Highlander and the silhouette of Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I just the the stars of Highlander and Dolph Lundgren in a Coen Brothers movie mm-hmm. is insane to me. Just flat out insane. Yeah. So. I, OK, Clancy Brown. Now I think about it. I, he did get the one laugh out of me in the movie. Oh, yeah. Is when Clooney fucks up the speech. Yes. And he's like, hey, man, you almost. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Clancy Brown. I was like, yeah, there's no Sean Connery in this. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that did get yes. the one laugh out of me when because like there's this huge dramatic speech and he fucks it <laughs> he up fucks and he's like, up. "Man, you were that yeah. close. You're almost had it." <laughs> now, can, can I can I give you some homework because I I don't believe either of you have watched it yet. Please go and watch Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And that will be your yeah, that I will need... be your Coen Brothers palate cleanser, okay. and, and you will yeah. realize again that they are still great. I mean, I'm sure you I'm didn't not worried. I'm sure you didn't forget that. No. I'm just saying this will be your reminder of just how yeah. awesome they are and can be. And it's weird because, you know, I, after watching the two seasons of Fargo and you just look at those as a love letter to the Coens, mm-hmm. it's like, man, those guys get them and aren't ripping off the Coens, but doing this ridiculous tribute to them in the mm-hmm. best way. Um, yeah, it's just it just I don't know. Yeah, I will say the one guy who's going to be young Han Solo was pretty good. Yes, and I actually really liked him. Yeah, he was a he was a good character. I, I and he but, learned how to do all that lasso shit. Yeah, but man, none of that went anywhere. Yeah, nowhere. I kept I waiting for that to be the thing, and that wasn't the thing. But I was kind of interested in where that was going. I'm like, this is kind of interesting. Them trying to make this guy into this other guy, and mm-hmm. it not working. And <laughs> well, go yeah. go watch Inside Lewin Davis with Kylo Ren in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's your well, connection. I'll just mention Adam Driver on Twitter and, and I'll get a million RTs. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I Wait, love... so so both he and uh, and Poe are in it? Mm-hmm. Ah. I mean, he has a pretty a much smaller role, but yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, look, you know, it's like it, it's like Spielberg with Hook, you know. I I watched that movie and I'm just like man this every in every way this is not good but I wasn't like oh Spielberg's over yeah you know I mean yeah I mean I I'm not a fan of Hudsucker Proxy but I liked it better than this yes. one okay by well, far because I mean like <laughs> but that one it's kind of like you said they were going for like a we're making a Capra movie yeah and they and they stuck with it through the entire Are you movie. gonna fight him no no Carlos? I just I, no that hurts too much yeah. that's, sorry that's way down inside yeah. Yeah, well, it's way down in their filmography for me, so. Oh, anyway, no, it's it just fight, I, I've fight. only seen it once and it just he, he did not click at all. Things. He does but, all the time. Yeah, but but I at least that one, I understand like you, they kind of stuck with the thing. And like mm-hmm. you said, they made one of those types of movies. It's and a Coen Brothers movie the whole way. Like and because the, of that period piece of that one watching this, I kept waiting for just like clever dialogue or snappy back and forth or something and it never happens yeah it's just nothing and 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 when even when you start to think it's going to get quirky it doesn't they just like it was just an excuse to have there's one part like the francis mcdormand scene goes a direction where i was just Mm -hmm. like christ really this is Mm -hmm. this is adam sandler levels of dumb yeah (laughs) yep and they have Lambert in it for mm-hmm. 
you actually texted me. You're like, Lambert. <laughs> I know. And you're and like, I was enjoy like, that one scene. Yeah, I was like, don't get used to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That That's what really sucks is that when you when someone shows up who you like, you you soon realize that they're only going to be in that one scene. Yeah. And that's it. So. Yeah. Man. It's a bummer. It, it really, like, I was just, I was stunned yeah. when it ended. I was like, how did they miss it this bad? Because, yeah. like, I don't really like Barton Fink either, but I get it. I get it. Like, okay, it's a metaphor for hell. Yeah. He is literally trapped in hell in yeah. this hotel. Like, I get, I get that, that too, but I'm And not then a big watching fan this one, I was like, you know, and then it was like, I was just trying to rack my brain going, what is this? What? What? Yeah. What is your, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. I know you're trying to tell me something, but nope. Yeah. I kept waiting for something to click and it never did. So, yeah. Bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. Wouldn't have made Golden Jocks, so. Nope. Uh, I also, real quick, saw a play. <laughs> I saw Book of Mormon. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. What'd yeah. you think? I liked it a lot. I mean, wh- having seen so much South Park, mm-hmm. I knew pretty much, like, th- this is how this was going to go. Yeah. And it is it, it is funny that, like, it doesn't get to all the swearing and all that until, like, they're basically a- out of the Mormon bubble, so to speak. Uh-huh. And then they go nuts with that, which I kind of was expecting. And <laughs> it has that same South Park problem where it just, it's funny the first couple times mm-hmm. and it just, it's not funny anymore. Like, like as far as like the swearing goes mm-hmm. in it. And then it's like, ah, you know, it's like, I get it. All right. Yeah. You know, and, and, but man, it just, you know, obviously it's not the original cast because I live in Jacksonville and I would never end up seeing the original <laughs> cast. But, right. you know, like it's just so it, it was just fun, kind of funny that I was like, I didn't really know anything about it mm-hmm. uh, other than like, OK, South Park guys wrote it with another dude who wrote some other play. I don't know. But <laughs> they <laughs> like I immediately knew that the dorky, the the dorky Mormon guy mm-hmm. had to be Josh Gad. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because that's like the only way that it's that schlubby over eager dork mm-hmm. character like it was like oh was, that had to be josh gad and yep look at the original yep it was him and yeah it's everything that josh gad has done since <laughs> yeah and it's like how do you even like i know they're going to try and adapt that into a movie because that's how these things work mm-hmm. like do they just bring him back and just to be like hey you're still 19 right probably you know yeah i i don't know but i don't know plays are always weird to me because like it's it's two acts mm-hmm. like like the structure of them is always really odd yeah you know it feels like they have a real quick prologue a fairly long second act and then like the third act is the entire second half of the play mm-hmm. so I've, I've never quite gotten used to that <laughs> yeah but was your crowd all really old people that you thought would be ridiculously offended no it was it was about half and half okay i'd say man when i saw it i i was we were watching the crowd come in and we were like, oh, mm-hmm. dear God, these people are just going to be horribly offended. And they thought it was delightful, which gave me a lot of hope in humanity. I was yeah. like, OK, these old people are cool. Well, <laughs> you know, it does the South Park thing where it's like, all right, we're going to make fun of this thing a lot. But then we're at the end, we're going to be like, yeah, they, this thing has a point. Yeah. And this is why you should care about this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so they kind of, you know, they bring it back and, and get respectful at the end. Yeah. You know, after kind of savaging this thing for an hour and 45 minutes before that. Yeah. You do also have to remember, Chuck, we are beset on all sides by Southern Baptists in this town. I know. And they think, 
Mormons is funny. Well, because yeah. they's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I I did appreciate that they didn't really. I mean, I mean Mormons like, are funny. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't go for any of this. The like the Mormon underpants or any of that. Like they didn't right. go for any of the easy stuff. They yeah. went for like the actual like almost. I don't like comparing it this way, but almost like the Scientology thing when they went after that, they're like, here's the shit they actually believe, mm-hmm. you know? And so they kind of stuck to that stuff right? and let that like, you know, the inherent goofiness of describing a religion to someone who doesn't follow that religion, like yeah. basically any religion, you're like, wow, that's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> yes. You know? So they just kind of stuck with that. And yeah. I think that worked pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, I, I enjoyed it. It's funny. And man, Trey Parker knows how to write songs. Yep. Like he really, really knows how to write a good, funny song. I had those all stuck in my head for a good six months. Yeah. I finally purged them, but for six months, I could not get them out of my head. Like, just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did it still have the, the weird, like, bits of Trey Parker narration? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the very beginning, yes. and then I think starting the second act, mm-hmm. and then at the very end. Okay. I, I, I believe... So I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I'd recommend it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I really, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And I am obviously not a musical or theater type guy, so. <laughs> That's high as, praise. As, high as, praise as, from you. As my as my rep suggests when uh, I'm <laughs> gone, suddenly. Musical time. <laughs> let's do a musical. Huh. So. All right. Is it... Uh... Do we got time for emails or correspondences? We got any of them? Uh, we have one. Oh, yeah, cool. It's, it's a follow-up. Why are you like eager to the, hear this one? No, I oh, just... okay. <laughs> just the way you're acting, I was like, oh, uh, was, was we there, got an was email. There, was there one I didn't see? That no, there was, was just like a, a, dropped a huge bomb. Just on it? one podcast where <laughs> yeah. I was able to be the one who suggested that we yeah, move on to the next portion yeah, of the podcast. So like there was it. just this massively pro BJ email of just yeah. like, yeah, let me talk about BJ for a second. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Whenever I can't sleep, I put on the vo- the sounds of BJ's voice and isolate his track. <laughs> I put him in my left ear and everyone else in the right. <laughs> and then I remove the right headphone. <laughs> I should start doing ASMR. <laughs> yeah, you totally should. You're going to no. get people real excited about the so prospect this, of that. Oh, that so could be a Patreon one thing. movie. Yes. No. These guys <laughs> go into right. a room and do a thing. <laughs> That's horrifying, isn't it? <laughs> this is a horrifying. Don't do that ever again, please. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, this one's from Morgan. Oh, right. Hi, Morgan. It's a follow-up from yes. Morgan. It's called The Long Riders Part D. Hey, guys. Morgan here. You read my email last week. Mm-hmm. I'm a dude of the male persuasion, and I'm happy to <laughs> oblige you in a Bowie knife fight with a strap of leather in our teeth to settle the Magnificent Seven controversy once and for all. The Long Riders is about 90 minutes. I think all Walter Hill films are 90 minutes. Anyway, although I didn't like Magnificent Seven, I love the podcast. Keep it up, gang. Fair enough. We weren't casting aspersions, Morgan. It's just that name I, could go either way, and we didn't know. Yeah. I, didn't want to assume. Yeah, because Jody, at first, I thought Jody was a man. Yeah. And Jody's not. Nope. I will fight you, but Jody's I'm bringing my own knife. Right. Okay. Uh, by uh, knife, long, I mean machine. Long Riders, Walter Hill. Uh-huh. Should we? No. No? No, no. Walter Hill? Mm-mm. Wait, for Bamfcast? Yeah. I, I mean... Or should we just watch it, and then... I mean, I think at most we could argue Last Man Standing, and even that's a good movie but it's boring it's slow 
What's your Jimbo? I know. We, we just, yeah, we had this out last week of like, yeah, Walter Hill makes some movies. We should watch one of them. And there was just like, no, Walter Hill movies are too good. good yeah, yeah. He's a, kind of an auteur. I mean, it's like even like a bad Brian De Palma movie still has style. Yeah. I mean, like even, well, I mean, I would like to do Snake mm-hmm. Eyes because there's lots of crazy Nicolas Cage yeah. eyes. Yeah. But, but we don't like, want to do like Black Dahlia. Or, but it's like a no, two hour plus hour to kill yeah. or some shit. I mean, that's yeah. crazy talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some people didn't like Body Double, but. We're not going to watch Body Double. That's crazy. Femme Fatale. Uh, that, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah that's there right. we go. There's one Brian De Palma movie we could probably totally. do. There we yeah. go. Yeah, no, I just... No, I, I'm not... I mean, there are bad Spielberg movies, but I would never say, let's watch one. <laughs> that's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. No. But we'll, we but might thanks, do Morgan. it on our own. Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> You should change your mind about Magnificent Seven. Yeah, just keep saying names like that. Why Harlow? I don't know. <laughs> we can only deride people that that is don't Bullwink, share, do not share our taste. Oh right, yeah, because I I was semi lukewarm on Magnificent Seven. So yes. say my name as yes. weird as you want. Yeah, I will. Harlow. <laughs> not like that. I also uh, warmly invite you to fight me. All right. Mm. The warm embrace mm-hmm. of fighting. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Neat. <laughs> cool. Should we give some contact information then? Yeah. I guess. Um, BMF at bmfcast.com is the email address. That is where you will send emails to us. Uh, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263 is the phone number where you will leave voicemails for us. And the place of our website, which you will visit... <laughs> is bmfcast.com and there are buttons on the right hand side that you will click on and then you will also go to our patreon at patreon.com slash bmfcast and donate to us yes you will and for <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> hypnotize people is that what, what's happening the paltry the sum of, was? well if you hadn't interrupted me it might have worked for the paltry sum of one dollar a month you will get <laughs> our cool extras mm. which are fun and joyful mm-hmm and, so, and probably returning soon. <laughs> yes. So do those things. Get in contact with us. Give us money. Love us. Yeah, please. Should 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 we go and spoil for the fine folks what our next plan is? We're nice. Do you want to? See if maybe that'll keep up just the donations saying maybe, a bit. You know, maybe you know we can entice some people. We okay. can we can make this guy over here angry. Oh, I already ran it by him. Oh, did you? Already? He's he's mostly okay with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, now, I will say, not we are not tackling all, because that's about 150 movies. It's fucking crazy. But I think we're going to... Uh, we both realize that we're, we're lacking in having seen many of the movies of the uh, series, genre, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. We're going to tackle some of the highlights of the uh, Shaw Brothers martial mm-hmm. arts movies. Yes. Um interesting yeah i mean we'll, we'll see how far we feel like going you know what these yield for bamcast extra episodes but we're going to crank some of those back up here real soon yeah i have uh i have gone on to watch three of the amityville movies that we would have done they are all the ho- hottest of garbage and harlow would have shot me in the face if i had made him watch them oh no uh, they would have been terrible episodes so that my friends is done <laughs> just just for the record i i would not shoot you in the face appreciate it sure He'd shoot uh, you in the dick. Yeah. Okay. I would, I, no, I would it, not like that it'd either. It'd be like in the thigh or something. Oh, okay. The somewhere. meaty flesh. You could yeah. shoot him in the shoulder and then the right thigh and then the left thigh. 
Okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. And then and then left. And then a man will show up and defend me <laughs> right. because he got a call from the governor. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I mean, I, I I think I've only ever seen a, a few. So and mm-hmm. it's been years, and I couldn't tell you which ones. Yeah. I may have to make time to appear on a Bamcast extra if that's would, what you're doing. We would love to have you. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen like Master of the Flying Guillotine, but I, I don't yeah. know what else. I do think we will save Mighty Peking Man for the actual Bamcast mm-hmm. because Jens will lose his shit if we don't. Yep. Uh, last time we met with Jens, he gave us a long diatribe about why we should watch it yep. again. Still on the docket. Don't yep. worry, Jens. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we won't pawn that off on a Bamcast extra, but uh, there's a lot of Shaw Brothers movies. So Yes. Uh, a lot of them are on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime. I was investigating today. Uh, a lot of them are on Amazon yeah. Prime. So And they look pretty good. Cool. So they've done some work. Mm-hmm. Additionally, hold on to your butts because next week is the Black Exploitation History Month. That's yes. right. Oh, the yeah. most yes. wonderful time of the year. The 19th annual <laughs> Bamcast <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah. Can we give out any hints? Uh, Black exploitation movies. Yes. There you from go. The 1970s. There will be movies where there are racists who get their due. Yes, they there are better gonna... be movies where there are racists that get their due. Some yep. dudes will get wrecked. You know, so. fiction. <laughs> right. <laughs> Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> Except that yes. one douchebag with the bad haircut. <laughs> that one sure, dude. Sure. Yeah. Yes. That dude got rocked. It he was did. great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet's having a lot of fun with that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have a lot of fun next week. We are. <laughs> with a black exploitation movie. So stay tuned. There are exciting things afoot for, for Black Exploitation History Month as mm-hmm. well. Yes. Cool. So well, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.